0: What's going on, guys? Zane here with Everything Vive. want to welcome you back for another episode. I am joined, as usual, by Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man?
1: I'm doing great. How about you?
0: Doing fantastic. Good start to the week with uh, President's Day. And um, I guess it was a holiday for some, maybe not for all. But uh, even still, we're in Chicago, and the weather here for February has been fantastic. North of 60 Cannot degrees. Can't
1: complain.
0: Yeah. So every, everyone's just in a much better mood these days. <laughs> Um, so we are back with another news and game talk episode for you guys. And, uh, I think we got a couple articles here. Uh, I'll jump into it first if that's okay,
1: Ronnie. Yeah, no, go ahead. So
0: let's talk mobile VR. Um, HCC is planning to launch a mobile device. Uh, I'm sorry, a mobile VR device as a follow-up to the Vive. Now, this isn't what we, what we really were expecting in terms of Vive Two, um, but you know the HTC execs are saying it's not just going to be a phone that's you know slapped into a headset or like a Google Cardboard type of type of thing. Um, it's going to have some pretty you know I, I mean we don't have full details yet, but it looks like it's going to be a little bit more ambitious than what the Gear VR and Google Daydream are doing right now. What that means exactly, I'm not sure. But what I'm curious about is, is this going to have compatibility and, I guess, interconnectivity with the full Vive system? And, you know, what? I guess I'm curious what this means for HTC moving forward. Now, you know, just going through uh, their... um, I guess HTC has obviously been struggling very much in terms of phone sales and on the mobile side. And, you know, the shift to v- to VR has been, I think, fantastic for them in terms of how well the Vive has been received. Uh, mm-hmm. So I-, I guess it's only fair for them to want to try and, you know, I guess permeate that success through the other areas of their business. But what are your thoughts, man? Like, I mean, I mean, I know we don't have too many details right now, but this seems to be like yeah. the, the hottest topic in terms of what's going on with HTC and, you know, Vive-related news right now.
1: Well, first, I guess I, I think it's smart on their part because uh, mobile VR is, whether we like it or not, a really big thing. I, I wouldn't say, you know, like it or not per se, but, I mean, you and I, we like, you know, our hardcore, uh, more well-developed, more capable VR systems, but... There's a lot of people out there that, you know, for whatever reasons, either don't have a PC or aren't willing to shell out, you know, the money to, to get a, a full-on high-end VR system. And for those people, uh, you know, mobile VR right now is really their only option. So as as much as those experiences so far, you know, aren't really up to par when looking at the Vive or the Rift or or those types of headsets, I mean, it is still something. And especially if, if HTC is able to really... Uh, get into a middle ground where they're offering something that, you know, is, is not quite as, as, you know, as low end as a gear VR, but not quite as high end as a Vive, but somewhere in the middle. I mean, that's there. I can see a lot of potential for that. So just like you, I'm curious to know what the details are, how compatibility will work. Are they going to, you know, have their own storefront, that sort of thing on the mobile side. uh, You know, you could see something like a Viveport app, uh, being something that might work to their advantage there. Um, But at the same time, if it's, you know, like most HTC phones, it's going to be an Android compatible device. So you would think that it would still, you know, work with all of those other mobile apps out there that work for VR currently. So yeah, it's, you know, I'm curious to see kind of what comes out of it and what those special features might be. Uh, You know, something that I might be interested in would be inside out tracking, for example. I mean, we know, Room scale is, is the big catch with the Vive, so you would hope that they'd find a find a way of filtering some of that uh, capability down into a mobile set, but it's, it's really hard to say right now. But, I mean, at any rate, uh, it is smart, and I think, I mean, it's somewhat surprising given that we hadn't heard anything about it before, but at the same time, looking at the market, uh, it, it makes a lot of sense, so...
0: Uh, so to be fair, I, I feel like I did remember hearing something about HCC working on a smartphone. Um, yeah, I, I didn't. I, it wasn't. It wasn't framed in terms of like it's the follow up to are. the Vive. Yeah, um, but yeah. I, but, no, the, but there was right. like some talk of like a Vive smartphone coming out. I think even at that time, there was less uh, less details on what it, exactly it was.
1: Yeah. No. Now that you that now that you're saying that, I remember that, and what was striking back then was that it seemed like they were going to be expanding the Vive brand to other, but like, yeah, there was nothing to really indicate that the phone was going to be, uh, you know, targeting VR or have VR capabilities, but you know, it all kind of makes sense now when you think about it, if they're going to brand something as Vive related, then, you know, it only makes sense to try to, to put some type of capability there. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's an interesting announcement, nonetheless. And, and I still, like, I don't know how HTC is going to market it or, or, or anything like that. But I still think for most people out there, they're not going to really view this as the successor to Vive per se, but more like a standalone, you know, separate device
0: yeah I mean it, they they didn't you know n- label it as vibe 2, but it just weirds weird that they said it's the follow up to the vibe
1: yeah that's that's a weird phrasing so that's what I'd be curious to see if that if it, when it actually uh gets closer to release if they actually like I, I'm curious to see how they market it
0: yeah so so here's the thing i'm actually I'm actually all over the place in terms of i, I, I have very mixed feelings about um the announcement i to be honest, when you know I was first reading up about it, I was like, "Oh gosh, why? You know, why are they focusing on this? We're yeah. we're so excited for like the next generation of tech. Like, can't they just put all their their energy and resources there?" And uh, you know that that was like the the initial thought running through my mind. But in you know talking with you and just kind of mulling it over for a little bit, I, I remember when um, I, I feel like it's an episode a while back. But you know talking about mobile VR talking about uh PS VR, the PlayStation VR, and mm-hmm. how, you know, I guess lower tiered platforms, and I say that lovingly, um just that's just a matter, you know, matter of like what it is, whether it's mobile or it's it's not like a high fidelity uh PC gaming type. But um you know, for VR and as a VR fan, we need all of them to succeed. Like You know, no matter what, even if you own a Vive and you want a Vive or Oculus, whatever the case might be, you know, you want Samsung Gear VR to be successful because that's, you know, that's the closest, like you were saying, that the mainstream has to being able to access VR on a very regular basis and be able to have it and bring it into their homes. So you know, the entire time you you want VR to succeed on all levels, and especially you know the mobile level is is probably the the most mainstream version right now. So I can see the Vive kind of uh, doubling down on on that, or at least placing their bets accordingly and Mm -hmm. making a phone or making a mobile device that will allow people to experience this, and then also be somewhat like the gateway drug, where it's just like, oh, okay, if you like what we have here. Well, then, you know, you probably want to upgrade to to the Vive and kind of build their customer loyalty uh, fan base in that way. Now, mm-hmm. on the flip side of that, um, brand loyalty is a huge thing. I feel like when it comes to smartphones, uh, you know, the obvious one being uh, Apple. And you know, I I own an iPhone myself. I know that a lot of people on my network. I think you own you have an iPhone as well. I do. Um, yeah. And so it's just. It's tough when, um, and I know Android users are the same way in terms of, you know, just having that brand loyalty, having your, you know, you, the the way that apps are built and, you know, a lot of these programs are built now, you kind of like put your life into into one of them. And so you just start kind of going all in. So I'm just curious how HTC will fare in terms of gaining some type of market share, being able to pull people away from, you know, whatever brands they, they're currently on. And so like, you know, for, for me and for us, I, you know, we're, we're huge Vive enthusiasts obviously, obviously, but, um, I, I'm finding it even hard myself to be able to say, uh, I would switch from an iPhone to whatever HCC has coming down the pipeline, at least not as like my primary phone. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, if, if I were able to get my hands on one, just to be able to see what it's like and be able to use it, that'd be fantastic. But I don't mm-hmm. know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, I'm, yeah. I don't know how brand loyalty for the mobile side is going to, to play into this. And what type of effect that's going to have long term for HTC's mobile mobile side
1: yeah I, I honestly i don't really know i mean i'm not i the last htc i did own an htc phone but that was before i owned one of the like htc evos or something back in the day like before it was you know right at the beginning of when android was really getting popular and all of that like since then i've never had an htc phone so i can't really comment too much but Uh, but yeah, like I I agree with you to some extent, like uh, actually to a large extent, um, you know, how, what's the market share actually going to be like for people that, you know, that are, that are going to be using an HTC mobile device for VR. Um, You know, you can see people that already were interested in, in what HTC was offering, picking up one and then having the capability of also doing VR, but it's, it's kinda of difficult to see, especially if people don't really know what they're missing. Like if, if HTC's mobile platform is actually, you know, a step up from what Pixel and what Samsung Gear VR is doing, then it might be a little bit hard for your average consumer to kind of realize that and go out of their way to pick up a, a Vive, you know, mobile phone. Um you know, right off the bat. So, so like, w- will it be something that really pulls people over to the platform? It, it seems unlikely to me, but nonetheless, especially with, I mean, we, we talked about this before as well. I mean, Oculus, in a lot of ways, restructured their company to to put a greater emphasis on the mobile side of things. Not so much to replace the high-end stuff, but just recognizing that, you know, at least right now, Mobile devices are in the hands of a lot more people than high-end PCs, and so you just have the capability of reaching a lot more people that way. Um, so, so even if you know that market share for HTC phones is much much smaller than Samsung or Apple or or even Pixel now, um, you know it's it seems like it's at least worthwhile to put something out there to be able to capture part of that market, and then depending on how things go and how great it is and I guess you just never know but but yeah I'm, I'm with you right now I think it I mean it it sounds like kind of a distraction kind of something that that you or I are probably not going to be that interested in as as just you know mobile you know as 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 general consumers mm-hmm. if it becomes something that is really necessary, then, you know, we might end up getting something like that for the channel or something like that. Who knows? But, but if, if people like us aren't interested, um, you know, it's hard to think that the general population would be, but.
0: Well, see, and now, now just kind of in thinking about it after your comments, um, I feel like maybe, maybe we're, we're somewhat looking at it in the wrong way. Uh, maybe you and I aren't the target consumers. I mean, yeah, we are, we, we are Vive owners and therefore, you know, we're, we're obviously fans of the Vive and Team Vive, but um, you know maybe this is geared towards the people who don't own Vives, but want to get one. Um, you know what I yeah, mean? That's, this, that's you, true. You know what I mean? Like, and so yeah, I, yeah. I know obviously within our listener our listener base, I know there's a lot of people um, surprisingly that I found out just in conversations with with them who who don't own a Vive, um, but are fascinated by the platform, fascinated by the technology and, you know, interested enough to be able to to want to listen to this podcast and other podcasts regarding VR, but, you know, maybe aren't in a place or maybe haven't found it worthwhile to, to drop, you know, at least $800 on a headset plus, uh, you know, however much more for a PC if they don't already own one. But mm-hmm. this is almost like a, a stopgap solution, you know, two in one. Where um, it's it's just like, well, let me get started with with HTC or sorry, let me get started with the Vive and um, kind of start building myself into that brand, but not necessarily on the high end, uh, but still yeah. be able to access, you know, whatever whatever the case might be for for mobile apps. And I mean, it's it's really kind of insane to think about how how much mobile apps have come along just in like five years. Uh, yeah. Especially for games, and so, you know, with with the advent of VR, or sorry, not the advent, but with the, um, you know, with where VR is right now and where uh, it's obviously looking to go, and with you know, uh, with the technology, you know, I wouldn't be surprised with there being some pretty, you know, uh, maybe the games that we're playing right now in you know three to four years, um, yeah. you know, those those will be available on HTC Vive. Phones or mobile devices, or just mobile devices in general, Uh, and maybe even in in better resolution, better better uh, mechanics, better everything than what we're playing right now.
1: Yeah, no, it's not out of the question. I mean i I forget what I saw, but yeah, you're right. Like, I think if if my memory serves me correctly, basically the mobile mobile platforms at least right now are a few years behind at all stages. So, like, anytime you look at okay, where's the PC? If you if you move over to, to phones you're a few years behind and like and and you're totally right that in in two three years from now um, it's very possible that we'll have you know very comparable um, you know VR setups on the mobile platforms like we do on the you know when compared to pcs today and so so yeah I mean I think that's what like oculus is betting on I think that's what and and so yeah it, it makes total sense for them to do this and and you're 100% right. I mean, as, as expensive as a phone is, a phone is not nearly as expensive as uh, a, a fully built gaming PC and a separate Vive system and all of that sort of thing. So for those people out there, if they were able to see, you know, if HTC they, if they, if, if released a phone that was able to do VR well and do VR better than these other cheaper alternatives out there in the mobile space, um, you know, I, I could see a lot of people that haven't jumped in so far that have been really wanting to potentially, I guess, I guess jump. Over. So, so yeah, that that is a good way of looking at it. And and for HTC especially, probably in their mobile division, I mean, they're looking for anything to try to pull users away, and and you have to start somewhere, right? So, so this is probably. I mean, who would have thought that a few months ago that Google would be coming back out with. You know a pixel and that it'd be doing so well and all of that so granted google has a lot of resources and, and branding and whatnot behind it but uh htc is no slouch either when it comes to phones and and my understanding is their phones are, are pretty decent so if they if they did have some kind of you know really cool hook to get people over to their to their platform then then that's good on them so
0: yeah, well, we'll we'll see uh, once more details come out. I mean, I, I even though I, I can't see myself necessarily switching my primary phone, uh, I'm still very curious to see what will be, you know, the the main features that differentiate it from the Pixel, from the Samsung Gear VR, and yeah. you know, it, it, it obviously is the um the the second I don't want to say second generation, but you know, it's coming out at a later time, so. I'm sure the, you know, the engineers and the developers at HTC were able to look at what made, you know, the Samsung Gear VR and the Pixel as popular as they are and improve upon those. And then obviously maybe um, also fix up on the shortcomings and just create an overall better better experience. So it'll be really cool to see what they come out with.
1: Yep. Agreed.
0: Sweet. Well, um, let's move on to, uh, I think you got a news topic regarding a, a very, very hotly anticipated game.
1: Yeah, so so actually I just wanted to briefly, there isn't a whole lot to say about it, but I did want to bring it up uh, because recently uh, there was there was a, a news story that came out regarding uh, a game that a lot of people uh, both owners of the Vive and potential owners of the Vive uh, have really been waiting for and that is Fallout 4 in VR. So uh, recently uh, Bethesda's Todd Howard, I'm not sure if he's the CEO or I, I definitely know he's He's, he's one of the top guys over there at Bethesda. Um, he recently was interviewed by, by Glixel. And in that interview, he basically talked about uh, how the the Fallout 4 VR project is going along well and how they're able to play the game from start to finish right now, even though there's a lot you know that they're still working on, that the game is actually uh, fully up and running in VR and that the interface is great. He said that, you know, uh, for those of you that haven't played uh, any of the recent Fallout, basically Fallout Three or Fallout Four, um, uh, those games are kind of first-person shooter, uh, you know, action RPG type games. They're not really uh, they they are kind of like stop and go, um, not really super super action-y, but kind of a mix between like a Skyrim and and what a first-person shooter is that you'd expect. But uh, kind of one of the interesting things about it is that the interface in the game is an actual like physical device that the player has on their arm. It's called a pit boy. And it sounds like they were really able to get that interface working really intuitively in VR. So literally whenever you need to access menus or that sort of thing, you look down at your arm and you have that device in game that you can actually use intuitively. So, you know, that's cool that they're able to get that in working as well as they, they have apparently. And then the other thing is the, the combat system that works uh, in the game. Like I said, it's not fully action-oriented. You have the ability to stop, to pause the action using a, a special gameplay system in, the, in Fallout. It's called the VAT system. And basically it allows you to kind of pause the action, choose how you want to shoot your enemies. Like, are you going to you know, get a headshot? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? Like, what weapons are you going to use, et cetera. And then kind of let everything play forward, and apparently that also helps, you know, players be able to play the game in VR because it, it, you know, it doesn't require you to have super twitchy actiony reflexes to play the game. You're able to pause it and and manage everything, even though you're in VR versus you know having access to a controller and and, and joysticks and that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, anytime you hear about these. Kind of big, grandiose titles coming to VR, people get excited. But I think really right now, Fallout Four is one of the, you know, and especially the fact that it's coming from Bethesda, uh, with everything that's gone on with you know Oculus and, and and ZeniMax lately and all of that stuff. Um, it's interesting to it's 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 interesting to see. It's it's always great to have news about these titles to know that they're still moving forward. And yeah, we can't can't wait to play it so i just wanted to bring that up to to let everybody know that some positive news that came out about the progress of fallout 4 in vr
0: for sure for sure um no i'm, I'm excited for that I, I i think a lot of people are anticipating it and i think it was uh e3 last year that they mentioned it um or at least announced it and uh yeah the the expected uh wait time or they were saying that it was you know hope they were hoping to release i believe in like within 12 months of that announcement so that's you know that's uh what June of this year?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean that's coming up pretty soon. So, so
0: um, yeah, if I mean, if it came
1: out, I mean that would be amazing because I mean this is like it's a very involved game, and I mean everybody, the game is Fallout Four, the traditional version of it is already out, and it's a really good game. So, uh, I mean, for anyone that hasn't played it through, this is going to be a no-brainer if you have a Vive, and really, it's I mean there there aren't any games on this type of scale out on the Vive, not even close. I mean, we're talking a game that could potentially take, you know, 60, 70-plus hours to complete. So it's not like a walk in the park, and it's and it's definitely involved in a lot of fun, and it'll be super cool to see. I mean, if they're able to pull it off in VR, I think you'll start seeing some of these other AAA uh, developers maybe potentially get interested in it if if it works out well for them. So.
0: I mean, the the thing is, like, uh, you said, if they're able to pull it off in VR, I, even if it's not perfect, um, I I still think that it's going to be popular enough. And I mean, obviously yeah. I'm being hopeful right now, but yeah, yeah. you know, I, I just I just believe that even if it's not perfect in every way possible, because I know that they're in that article they were mentioning, um, you know, how they're they're balancing the the teleport versus locomotion and trying to figure out exactly how to. Uh, you, you know how, how to how to go about the whole uh, movement system, but mm-hmm. you know even if they don't get it get it perfect, I think the response will still be overwhelmingly positive in terms of people 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 just waiting for this to come out and hopefully it's not overhyped. Hopefully it still delivers the the type of experience that people are looking for. But even mm-hmm. if it's not perfect, uh, I think it'll be inspiring for other companies, other developers of AAA games to come out with you know uh, VR versions of their games
1: totally and it's just like it's going to be an example of of what a game can look like in VR that wasn't necessarily built for VR initially so like i i wonder i mean you see you see kind of hacks and stuff in the past of getting getting traditional games to work in VR and and some are better than others but it'll be interesting to see kind of what some of the workarounds are that Bethesda comes up with and kind of what you know what systems survive and what systems they end up changing to better suit the games in VR. I'm just curious to see what that's, you know, look like for a game that was already released, you know, before the Vive version came out, so.
0: Very true, very true. Um, Well, hopefully we don't have to wait too long because it's coming up, I want to say, what, four months, three months-ish?
1: Yeah, no, if if they're still, and I mean, I don't know that the new article mentioned the timeline uh, per se, so hopefully they're still on track for, that really but I'm well, actually there, kinda curious.
0: Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say there's another article that, that mentioned uh, you know, in in uh I don't know, I guess Bethesda fashion, it it, it would probably be where they announce the release uh at E three this year. And so yeah. in, in my in my mind that would be that that makes complete sense. Um I, I would think that if they and don't the release it before it. they'd I probably mean, release it then.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree. They tend to do that. And realistically, I mean I'm sure it requires a lot of work, but at the same time, like the game is finished. They just have to bring it over to VR. And I'm not saying that that's a trivial feat, but you'd think that an entire year is enough time to potentially do at least what they're going to be willing to do for a project like that, you know, versus it's not like they're going to rebuild the game from the ground up. So for sure. So, but yeah, but uh, yeah, just, just before we move on, i am just, um, uh, you know, as as excited i'm i mean i i'd say i'm probably more excited about fallout 4 and vr uh just because you know the type of game that is i think will be well suited to long play sessions and stuff but i'm really 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 curious to see what doom would potentially look like in vr because that game is like the new doom game is number one it's amazing but number two is it's super fast-paced and super actiony and very much in my opinion less suited for VR than a game like Fallout 4. And I mean, Bethesda said that they're they're working on on bringing Doom to VR. At least they did when they made that initial announcement. So, I'm kind of I'm I'm almost more curious to see what that game ends up looking like in VR than than Fallout 4, but but that isn't to say that that I won't be playing Fallout 4 on day 1.
0: Yeah, I, I mean it's great to see you know obviously more than one game uh, kind of on the horizon. So there'll will be a lot to compare. There'll be a lot to uh, to try out. Yep, yep. Cool. Well, are you ready to uh, transition over to game talk?
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Do you do you want to go first or? uh
0: totally up to you. What I mean, you can go first. Okay. Yeah.
1: No, I'm. I'm actually, yeah. So the game that I have today um, and. And you had mentioned, I mean, that you know, one of our readers had suggested that we, one of our uh, our listeners, yeah, uh, had sorry. suggested <laughs> they had suggested that we that we play uh, that we play this game. And I had actually already picked it up, and I was just waiting to get a chance to play it. And that's knockout League. so I I got a chance to play. It, it came out in late January. It's twenty dollars, and actually, I left very like. I have very mixed thoughts about this game just because I think right now for most people it's a little hard to recommend just in terms of it really is very very early. It's it's an early access title and there isn't a whole lot of content yet in the game. But what's there is really really good and really really polished. So that that's why I say like it's it's hard, I mean more polished and more finished than most than most other games. Uh, you know, as far as the content that's already there. It's just really, it's just really short and really brief. Um, so that's what, so, I mean, going into it, I mean, this is a boxing game, if you couldn't already tell by the name, uh, Knockout League. And it's very much a boxing game in the vein of a game like Punch-Out, more so than, like, more of a serious simulation type game. It's all about reading patterns of your enemy. But because it's in VR, it's more than that because really in order to read patterns and actually move about in real space you actually do have to get physical and move and for that reason you can't really just bl- just blindly compare it to a game like knockout because it does require a lot of a lot of you know movements and a lot of you know let's just say put it this way i have not gotten this tired from a game that i've played in a while <laughs> And I mean, and that's speaking as someone that used to be in shape, that's not quite as in shape now. So I feel like games like these kind of trick me because I kind of go out, go all out at the beginning and really like move around a lot and get into it. And then shortly after start getting sore and, oh man, like, what am I doing? But like, this game is really cool in that regard. Like it's, so like Punch-Out!! It has a very cartoony aesthetic, but I... I mean, each of the characters that I've only fought the first two characters. There's four characters that come with the game currently, uh, you know, t- four four opponents I should say that you fight, and each one is very very different from one each other, from one another. I mean, they have completely different fight styles. They're they all have a very fun, unique look to them and a very unique style to them, and I mean. Really, some of the best art design that I've seen in a in a Vive game period. I mean, it's they're very, very well well done. Um, a lot of personality to to the characters. I really the. I mean, I not just not just the characters themselves and how they're modeled, but the way the animations work and the patterns that that the developers uh, implemented into the game are all very unique and and are. Again, just spilling with lots of personality, so those things are all really great. Um, one of the other things that I noticed and I have to mention, is that the soundtrack, just the the audio, is is really, really, really good. Um, there's there's only a couple of of songs from what I could, maybe even just one main track from what I remember, but it's very, very, uh, like you know, very, very appropriate for the game. It's like you know, kind of rocky esque, like get your heart pump in. you know you're it's epic and fun and and just a perfect soundtrack and then and then you step into the ring and you know even the trainers uh, you know lips are are moving to to the the audio they're properly lip synced you really just feel like a lot of you know a lot of love is being put into this game yeah, so yeah. I right now um Right now, like I said, there's there's not that much content. It's really a very, very, very brief tutorial. Like We're talking just a few minutes. And then there's the fighting with the four individual boxers. And I mean, each round is probably going to take you about 20 minutes or so. So we're talking maybe like an hour total of gameplay.
0: I mean, that's, well, a round is 20 minutes. And that's if you win, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe a little bit less, Maybe maybe closer to 10 minutes. I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I got through, I mean, it's hard. Like, like I said, by the time, I mean, I won the first round and I was fine. The second round, I was getting sore and tired, you know, from the first round. And I mean, literally, because at least for me, the most effective way of dodging punches was literally to completely move out of the way of punches. So every single time I was like leaning back and dodging and ducking and, After doing that over and over and over again, I mean, my legs were actually legitimately getting sore. Like, I was starting to cramp up. So by that second fight, I was really slowing down and then just not dodging all of the punches and stuff that I should have been dodging because I was just getting tired. And it was, like, a cool feel. Like, I mean, I actually legitimately feel like if I played this semi-regularly, that it would actually improve my health because that's how much I was moving around and really, like, I mean, I couldn't really take much more. Like, one fight, I was pretty good. The second fight, I was like barely getting through. And I actually lost the second fight. And that's when I just had to stop. I mean, I was, because if I would have continued to go, I just, I was getting worse and worse because of how tired I was getting. (laughs) So, so that's what, and maybe other people are cheat the system better than me and barely move their heads and are able to dodge punches. And they're not going to, but like, for me, I was actually having a lot of fun playing the game the way I was playing it. But, I mean, and, that's,
0: that's part of the experience, though. I mean, being yeah, able exactly. to, like... Act, I mean, that's room scale, right? Being, like, physically uh, physically a part of the game and, and moving around and dodging yeah, punches exactly. and all that, so...
1: But this is, I mean... And, and I mean, I, I never really reviewed the game, but Thrill of the Fight was another boxing game that I, I bought back in the day. And that game uh, wasn't nearly as, like... I mean, I I'm in my short time with this game, I liked it infinitely more. And it was basically because of, of really the character and the personality and the fighters. I mean, the animations go a long way. It's a lot of fun. And there's just a couple of other things about it that I think are better done. But I mean, so this game, so I mean, in short, this game is a game that I would not hesitate to recommend if there was more content in it. Like right now, there's a training mode, but when you go over to the training mode, besides the the brief tutorial, everything else is kind of you know coming soon, marked off in black and or grayed out. Um, so if 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 all of those those different modes start filling out and they add additional fighters to the game, I would not hesitate. You must like I would say that you really have to get this game as it stands right now because it's twenty bucks. If it, it's a little bit harder to recommend just because it's uncertain how much exactly is going to be added, but I, but I can't fault. I mean, everything that's there is, is pretty much perfect. It's how I want it. And it's just a matter of adding more. So, so it's a little different than like a lot of early access games that we talk about. It's like, okay, there's aspects of this or that, that are complete, but there's a lot of missing gaps. This one, I feel like, I feel for Knockout League, everything that's in the game now feels finished and feels great. It's just there's not a lot in the game right now. And, and so you'd like to see them double or triple or, or you know that content and really add in different modes. And if they can do that, then this is, I mean, yeah, this is one of the, the most fun games I've played on the Vive period. But, but until I know what, what some of those plans are, um, I, you know, it's, it's kind of, so it you, I mean, anyone out there listening, you'll kind of know where you fit in this. If, if you really like, you know, cartoony, like personality styled game, like if, if you think that that's going to really make a difference for you and you really want a boxing game, I mean, this is the game to get, I think. Um, and if you want a boxing game period, I mean, even in its early stages, I've had more fun with this than I've had with some of the other more, uh, you know some of the 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 earlier boxing titles that are out there so that's just uh, that's that's my take yeah
0: well I mean I like we always say price point isn't necessarily something that everyone else is concerned about but I mean I keep seeing the positive reviews about this game um, and shot uh, it's a Shout out to I'm sorry. It's a shout out to uh, John Brown. He's the one who uh, who commented and let us know about the game. So thank you, John. It looks like uh, Ronnie's having a blast with it. And yeah, I will,
1: no. For, uh, for what it's worth, I I'm not regret like like I said. Every you guys know yourselves, but I'm not regretting the twenty dollar purchase on my end. I mean, there are some games where I get them and like I play them and I'm like ah, I'm probably not going to play that again. That kind of sucks. Like you know I. I personally don't like returning games in those kind of situations, but, you know, it's sometimes you kind of know, like, okay, this was kind of overpriced for me. This game, even though the content was light, fully satisfied with it, um, I, I can't wait for there to be more and more content. Like, it's a game that I legitimately will be on the lookout for to really see when updates come out and get excited about, so...
0: For sure. Well, I mean, uh, you know, just based on the uh, the Steam updates, it looks like the developer is pretty involved. So, um, you know, ho- hoping that they'll be adding stuff in. And again, I mean, this is, uh, you know, it's it's that attitude of going into it with uh, with early access, right? You're not sure what you're going to get, but uh, it sounds like with what you have right now, you're pretty pretty happy with it. Yep. Cool, man. Well, uh, so I got another game that. Um, Came out relatively, relatively recently. Uh, tongue twister there, but it's um, last last week. It's uh, the John Wick Chronicles, and um, if you've seen the movies, uh, which I only saw recently, I saw the first one, uh, which inspired me to go see the second one that was coming out, and especially after I saw that there was going to be a, a VR game dedicated to John Wick. Um, I checked out the movies. The movies are fun. I mean, they're not for everyone. There's obviously a lot of violence, a lot of action, and that's just kind of Keanu Reeves' thing now. But he does it, <laughs> he does it well. You know, you can't you can't um, can't find fault with the guy for doing what he does well. Uh, and so the movies are a lot of fun. And uh, I gotta say, the um, the gameplay is is surprisingly um, it was surprisingly great uh, for lack of <laughs> better better words. I, I can't think of anything better to say right now. But it's um, I, I guess some of the uh, some of the criticism that I was reading about it before I ended up getting it was that it's a wave based shooter and it is relatively short. There aren't too many levels, um, and so you know, and for twenty bucks again, I, I don't want to harp on price, but for twenty bucks, you know, a lot of people were saying that it wasn't really worth it. For me, I gotta say that I, I haven't played all the levels yet because I actually can't get past one since it's not as easy, but the, uh, the wave-based stuff, yeah, it's wave-based, but for some reason there's the, there, I, I just love the gameplay to it. I, and I, you know, right. it doesn't, it, it doesn't necessarily make me feel like John, actually it does make me feel a little bit like John Wick, but, um, you know, I just, I love the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The atmosphere, the feel of it. Uh, you know, if, if you watch the movies and it very much reminds you of the movies, uh, you know, they have the characters in there, um, they have i mean just just everything about it feels really great the game has a proper and fantastic feel to it and so hmm. i have i've just i've had a lot of fun with it like i can't i can't find anything necessarily wrong with the game and,
1: and you know maybe what are the uh, yeah cuz i haven't played it yet and i actually just uh, like i mean i've heard some amazing things about the john wick movies but i haven't actually gotten a chance to watch them yet i know it's it's blasphemous <laughs> uh, but but I will, I will. No, you know I,
0: I hadn't watched them until recently either. I, I think uh, the the first one was was uh somewhat of a sleeper movie. Like it doesn't you know it kind of caught fire, um a little bit after the fact. and People weren't really expecting it, it came out of nowhere. But uh, you know that I, I saw it recently and uh, then realized the second one was coming out. And but yeah, sorry. What's your question?
1: Oh no, no, you're fine. Well, my question is like, what's like. What what is the atmosphere like? Like what like what are the levels like? Like are, are you in really big open environments? Like I know I know it's wave based, and I don't know if if you're able to teleport or or move around in the environments or what. I assume that you can't since most. Uh, wave-based shooters don't let you, but just kind of like, I'm trying to get a picture of, sure, sure. of okay. what, so, what this game's like compared to a lot of the
0: others. Out there. Let's, uh, okay, so let, let's dive into more specifics on the gameplay. It It is not, uh, you cannot teleport, but it is full, I guess, room scale in a sense, because uh, you can move around your entire environment. And what's cool is that if you have a bigger space, there are a lot of like obstacles and stuff that uh, you can hide behind and, and you have to hide behind um, you know, in, in one of the levels that I'm on right now, uh, I'm constantly I, it, it probably looks hilarious because I'm literally on the floor uh, of my living room just shooting over the, uh, you know, shooting over the, the rails, shooting over the the barricades that are in front of me uh, because I'm like surrounded by enemies. I'm like tossing grenades everywhere. And it's it. Uh, there's um, there's just something to it that makes it feel, uh, I guess. Uh, Almost, you know, you know what? Have you ever been paintball or gone for paintball? Yeah. Yeah, It feels like that. Obviously it's in VR. You can't actually get shot, but you know, in a lot of the other wave based games that I've played, Uh, you know, um, I guess raw data comes to mind initially or or other games where you can kind of move around. Here you can't really move around. You're you're somewhat pinned down and there are enemies from like all directions. You have an assortment of different guns that you can use. Um, So you really feel like that action star being able to switch between guns. You know, enemies are getting close. You can dual wield pistols. uh, And then all of a sudden like the next wave comes and it's guys on a building across the street and you got to pull out a, a rifle that has a scope on it. And you know what I mean? like. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't feel as, it feels very cinematic in the sense that you're guided by um, a, a friend who's talking to you through an earpiece. And so, mm. you know, it's, it's not like, okay, wave one, wave two, wave three, phase clear. Like it's like enemies are constantly coming to you and the guy on the phone will be like, Oh, duck, look out to your right. Oh, watch out. There's men coming up the, the building next to you. You know what I mean? So it's, in that sense it feels much more fluid it feels much more cinematic um and you know you're you're constantly it's like it's like you have a, a overwatch or something or somebody somebody who's helping you uh, and kind of just navigating you through through the game and it's you know that again like it, it comes down to it's based on a movie so it comes down to like a very cinematic feel the first couple levels that I've done you you're trying to to hunt this guy and I know you haven't seen the movie yet but you're you're essentially um the movie's about like a john wick who is a hitman or an assassin and mm-hmm. there is like this whole just cult or you know secret society organization of assassins that exists around the entire world uh and he's a part of them and i won't get into it more than that but um you know so so it's just these people who are obviously very highly trained very skilled think uh you know think something like jason bourne but with a little bit more character to it rather than mm-hmm. uh, something something as gritty as what the bourne movie <laughs> were.
1: Sure. Um, Sure.
0: So you know this one just has a little bit more spice to it, and uh, and it fits really well because again, it's it's a movie that feels like a video game, and now you have a video game that feels like a movie, correspondingly. Mm. And so, And
1: and and as far as like my understanding is that this this game had a bigger budget than like it wasn't really, you know, it's not made by an independent developer or anything like that. Like, do you see some of the are there are the production values higher than your average? Wave based shooter that's out on the Vive right now, or or like what's some of the, what's something that might differentiate it, but you know, from some of the other titles that are out there for people that are on the fence. I
0: would I would say that production value and um, production level is is very high. I mean, I think it's it's hard to say it's hard to call it like a triple A AAA game because I'm sure. People will disagree that it it doesn't have all of the features um, you know that you'd want out of a AAA game. There's no movement, there's no locomotion or teleportation. Like you're you're stuck, you know, in in singular places that you can move around your space and you know be mm-hmm. able to duck and dodge. But, um, you know you're you're kind of stuck in in those areas. But the game, it, you know, the way that the game is done, it revolves around you. So you're constantly um, you know, moving from one place to the next,, uh, so your environments are different, even though your play space is the same. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so uh, yeah, to me, like it's just uh, y- even going through like the tutorial, the training, y- you know it's it's not it's not a difficult game. But, you know, I, like I said, I got stuck on a level that I've tried, I think, three or four times already. And And when I'm done, you know, similar to you, like I'm sweating. I was literally just on the floor and yeah. you know, <laughs> shooting over like it, like it feels like you're in an action movie. And, and that's, I guess, uh,
1: that's like one of the best things that you can say about a Vive game.
0: Honestly, no, because- seriously. Like, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the, the game is, is, uh, is getting flack for, you know, certain things. And I'm not disagreeing that, you know, maybe, maybe length is, is something that leaves more to be desired. Uh, but I haven't hit the ending yet. And I, maybe, maybe that's because I suck at the game, but I, I don't think I'm doing that badly, but, um, You know, there's even still like it's that it's that element of just being so immersed in the game, having you know enemies coming from from 360, and just I I I don't know. There's there's a really high production value to it, and um, you know, like you mentioned, I think the fact that it wasn't necessarily worked on by an independent studio that it's it has a little bit more polish to it, and you can definitely feel that. And so I, I, think maybe people had been going into the game expecting more um, you know, especially since it's, it's associated with a movie franchise, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, for, for what it is and for the value that you get for, for 20 bucks um, I, I would say that it's, it's still pretty, it, it's still pretty fun. Like I oh, sorry, not pretty fun. It's, it's still really fun like ridiculously fun. And I haven't had an experience. I'm trying to think of like other wave based shooters that I've had similar experiences and I, I don't think I have had uh, experiences similar to this one, uh, to to be quite hmm. honest with you. Yeah, you know, yeah no, I, I'm trying to think of like okay, I'm trying to think of like the top games. So like Space Pirate Trainer, you know, is obviously one of the the top wave based games, and that that has its own charm to it. But it's it's completely different than this, and you know, it has its strengths and weaknesses compared to this. Um, mm-hmm. If you're looking for something a little bit more uh, a little bit more realistic, um, you know, I'm trying to think of well, I, I guess raw data in Arizona sunshine. But then again, like those you get to move around like larger areas and, Uh you know, the, you know, the, the, the enemies are a little bit different. Uh, you know, they're either zombies or they're, um, robots or something here. Uh Like you have, you have people, I mean, you have like men, military, (laughs) military individuals that are like running at you, shooting back at you. Um, and so maybe even if it's just the aesthetic of them, um, you know, you shooting other people, it, it makes a huge difference. You're not just fighting zombies. You're not just fighting robots with guns. Uh, yeah. You know, no, the,
1: the other game I was thinking when you were talking about it was Serious Sam. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, it's, you, you have hordes of these, like, enemies coming at you, but they're all, like, weird creatures and and they just kind of run at you and you shoot, you take them out. Like, it, it sounds like it's quite a bit different.
0: Yeah. So uh, like I said, I I think what, what really adds the element to me or element for me is that like, you know, you can, you can take, shots from, from these other, uh, people from your enemies. Um, and I I know that's, that's the case with other games too, but in other games, like you may have the ability, I know maybe not in serious sound, but like in other games, like you have the ability to teleport away to, to move to different areas or something like that, or just to Mm -hmm. buy yourself some time, uh, Mm -hmm. here, like, you know, if enemies start to build up, like I actually feel pinned down behind like these little barricades that I have. And I'm, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like on the floor shooting with one hand over and then with my other hand, I'm like reaching across the other side of my little uh, play space to, to grab a grenade that I can throw over. And you, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's, there's just something about it. And you got, you got to try it and maybe I, yeah. I, I hope I'm not overhyping no. it for you or for other people, No, but no, no. I just, that- I, I, like I said, I just think the game is getting a lot of, of flack for, you know, maybe, maybe things like I said, that, that are, could potentially be, uh, very, very true in terms of length, but the gameplay itself it has been a lot of fun, and yeah. I, I've I've actually had a, an amazing time with it so far. And so See, that's
1: that's awesome to hear. I mean, for for me personally, I mean, not everyone probably is in the same like spot financially as every other person, whatever. But I mean, for me, I I care more about having because I mean, all of these games are relatively cheap compared to to a lot of things out there. I mean. I mean, you look at games on cons- on consoles or PC that aren't VR, and while they're going to last you quite a bit longer, those games are 60, 60 bucks. I mean, they're two two three four times more expensive than most of the games that people are purchasing on on you know on different VR platforms. I mean, there there are some sixty dollar titles, but most titles are going to be under thirty bucks, under twenty bucks, you know, et cetera. And for me if you can get an experience that, you know, even if it lasts an hour, even if it lasts 2 hours, 3 hours, if it's a really solid, exciting experience that makes you feel like you're you're somewhere doing something amazing, for me, you know, you, 20 bucks is well worth the price. Because even if you're going to only play it once, you're going to have people come and play it. You're going to you know, take a step back and play it in a few months. Like, it's not something that's going to go away. And if it had that strong impression on you the first time, chances are it's going to have a strong impression on, on other people you show yeah. And at a later times. So for me personally, like, I think above all is, you know, does a game, you know, have a standout, exciting, you know, first-hand experience? Like, if you mm-hmm. are able to have a really exciting first time with a game it almost pays for itself you know right there yeah
0: well i mean you you just touched upon the next point that i was going to bring up was which was you know showing it off to other people um it's i think it's definitely shot up to the top of the list in terms of people who are looking for uh you know some type of first person shooter that they can play Uh, obviously there's a lot of games now that are kind of on that list for us but Um, I think this this game has its own unique charm to it that, like I said, I'd love to be able to throw someone else in there and hopefully, you know, I will be able to in, in the near future, but I'd love to be able to get someone else in there and like see how they react to it. Because like I said, for me, it was a very like visceral response of like, oh, holy crap, I'm like pinned down. I'm like crawling around my place play brace play base <laughs> trying to trying to figure out like where, where the open lanes are that I can take shots at these guys and like you know what I mean? It's just yeah like I said, it's
1: no, uh, I'm, I'm really yeah. excited. Like I'll be honest. Like before talk hearing you talk about it, I was obviously gonna give it a shot and everything, but I wasn't super excited about it. Like I just you know, oh, okay, another another, you know, another wave based shooter or whatever. Like after hearing you talk about it. I'm very excited, and I I can't wait to give it a try. So.
0: I I see I, again. I don't want to overhype it. All I will say is go into it with an open mind, um, because for me, like I I went into it with that mindset of like, oh, it you know it's another wave-based shooter, but I I, I like the movies. I like John Wick, so let's see how it kind of played out. And I was I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoy the gameplay and how much I still have left to go. I mean, I think I've played at least an hour, maybe even more than that at this point, and. Um, you know, there's, there's still plenty to do, uh, granted because I, I'm having trouble with a certain level, but still like every time I go back in and like, you know, I, I tried different tactics, I try different things, I try different guns and it's, it's, uh, it's just been a really great experience so far. So I'm, I'm hoping that people who might be on the fence about it, uh, will, will reconsider.
1: Well, very cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for, uh, for sharing that. And yeah, I, I think this is a really great week for games. There were a lot of cool things that came out, so.
0: Absolutely. Cool, man. Well, that's all I got. How about you?
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's it for tonight, so.
0: Sweet. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this one up then. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, We hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Uh, Again, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. So please make sure you subscribe there. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube and and leave us a comment if you have tried the game, either of these games, or if you have suggestions, because uh, obviously, like uh, we were saying earlier with Knockout League, I mean, if you guys suggest the game to us, we're probably going to check it out and, and review it on on the podcast at some point just because you know there's there's so many games coming out which again it's it's a fantastic it's a fantastic thing because it's just a great time to be in VR but you know we, we can't necessarily um, well no, we can play them all. It's just uh, in terms of curation, just being able to go through back and forth uh, and find which games come up. So I'm sure I know we miss some back and forth uh, in terms of going through them. but if there's one that you guys think that we should check out, please do let us know. And so, um, yeah, with that, we hope you have a fantastic rest of your week and we will talk to you guys again very, very soon. Take care.